Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Shardell, will you please announce the first hymn? 280. Praise my soul, the King of heaven. To his feet thy tribute bring. Ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Who like us his praise should sing? Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Praise the everlasting King. Him 280. <clears throat> If you would like to follow along with the readings, please go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and you will see where to click for the Wednesday evening text. The theme for tonight is, As Children of the Almighty in One Universal Love, and the readings will now be given by Florence from Georgia. The Bible, Psalm. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. 
Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Isaiah Thus said the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. For I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. Second Timothy This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Matthew and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Ye have heard that it had been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to, to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. Psalms Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. 
Philippians. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Revelation He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. I will now read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works, both by Mary Baker Eddy. Man is as perfect now and henceforth and forever as when the stars first sang together, joined in the grand chorus of harmonious being. The scientific man and his maker are here, and you would be none other than this man if you would subordinate the fleshly perceptions to the spiritual sense and source of being. Ignorant of God, of our God-given rights, we submit to unjust decrees, and the bias of education enforces the slavery. Be no more willing to suffer the illusion that you are sick or that some disease is developing in the system than you are to yield to a sin sinful temptation on the ground that sin has its necessities. Think less of the enactments of mortal mind and you will sooner grasp man's God-given dominion. You must understand your way out of human theories relating to health, or you will never believe that you are quite free from some ailment. The harmony and immortality of man will never be reached without the understanding that mind is not in matter. Let us banish sickness as an outlaw and abide by the rule of perpetual harmony, God's law. It is man's moral right to annul an unjust sentence, a sentence never inflicted by divine authority. Having one God one mind unfolds the power that heals the sick and fulfills these sayings of scripture, I am the Lord that healeth thee, and I have found a ransom. When the divine precepts are understood, they unfold the foundation of fellowship, in which one mind is not at war with another, but all have one spirit, God, one intelligent source, in accordance with the scriptural command, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Man and his maker are correlated in divine science, and real consciousness is cognizant only of the things of God. The realization that all in harmony is unreal brings objects and thoughts into human view in their true light and presents them as beautiful and immortal. Harmony in man 
is as real and immortal as in music. Discord is unreal and mortal. In the science of mind, you will soon ascertain that error cannot destroy error. You will also learn that in science, there is no transfer of evil suggestions from one mortal to another. For there is but one mind, and this ever-present, omnipotent mind is reflected by man and governs the entire universe. You will learn that in Christian science, the first duty is to obey God, to have one mind, and to love another as yourself. We all must learn that life is God. Must mankind wait for the ultimate of the millennium until every man and woman comes into the knowledge of Christ and all are taught of God and see their apparent identity as one man and one woman for God to be represented by his idea or image and likeness? God is one. And his idea, image, or likeness, man, is one. But God is infinite, and so includes all in one. Man is the generic term for men and women. Man, as the idea or image and likeness of the infinite God, is a compound complex idea or likeness of the infinite one or one infinite, whose image is a reflection of all that is real and eternal in infinite identity. Gender means a kind, hence mankind. In other words, a kind of man who is identified by sex is the material so-called man born of flesh and is not the spiritual man, created by God, spirit, who made all that was made. The millennium is a state and stage of mental advancement going on since ever time was. Its impetus, accelerated by the advent of Christian science, is marked and will increase till all men shall know him, divine love, from the least to the greatest. And one God and the brotherhood of man shall be known and acknowledged throughout the earth. In Christian science, the law of love rejoices the heart, and love is life and truth. Whatever manifests aught else is in its effects upon mankind demonstrably is not love. We should measure our love for God by our love for man, and our sense of science will be measured by our obedience to God, fulfilling the law of love, doing good to all, imparting for so far as we reflect them, truth, life, and love to all within the radius of our atmosphere of thought. The government of divine love is supreme.
Love rules the universe, and its edict hath gone forth. Thou shalt have no other gods before me, and love thy neighbor as thyself. Let us have the molecule of faith that removes mountains. Faith armed with the understanding of love, as in divine science, where right reigneth. One infinite God good unifies men and nations, constitutes the brotherhood of man, and wars. We today in this classroom are enough to convert the world if we are of one mind, for then the whole world will feel the influence of this mind as when earth was without form and mind spake, and form appeared. We will now have a moment of silent prayer, and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, Father, which which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, Will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 196. Now is the time approaching by prophets long foretold, when all shall dwell together, one shepherd and one fold. Now Jew and Gentile meeting from many a distant shore, Around one altar kneeling, one common Lord adore. Hymn number 196.
Good evening, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. Our church has a website, plainfieldcs.com, that has a collection of the very finest Christian science literature to read, study, and listen to that will inspire and lift your thought. You will always find something there <clears throat> that will meet your need, whatever it might be. There are writings by Mary Baker Eddy and by students who lived in her home and were taught directly by her. And all the resources we have on the website are free of charge. Our goal is to spread this teaching around the world. In fact, we have 17 websites in foreign languages so that people can hear and read the healing truths of pure Christian science in their own language. So feel free to look through our websites. And a reminder that our 2023 calendar pads are finished and ready to mail out. The orders have started to come in, so be sure to get yours. They make great gifts. You can order through the website under the store tab or send a check to the clerk. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., we have our weekly roundtable discussion. This is where we discuss different aspects of the weekly lesson and other current topics and learn how to better understand and to live Christian science. So be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Then, right after the roundtable, our Sunday morning church service begins at 11. So be sure to join us for both of these, the roundtable at 10 a.m., and the church service at 11. Our Sunday school also meets every Sunday morning at 11. The Sunday school isn't limited to those who live in and around Plainfield. Many of the students call in on a dedicated teleconference number from out of state. So if you have children who would like to attend the Sunday school, call the church to get the phone number and they can attend by phone too. Our teachers will be very happy to welcome them. We also have a well-equipped nursery for infants and toddlers at all our services. So if you're able to get here in person, be sure to bring the little ones along too. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. So be sure to join us for our Thanksgiving service at 11 o'clock in the morning. There will be readings from the Bible and science and health, and an opportunity for everyone to give brief testimonies appropriate to the occasion to express gratitude to God for his many blessings. We hope to see you tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, 
It scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. <clears throat> For everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we would ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering tonight. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button on your telephone twice. Also, keep in mind when you do, we are going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place and I will call on each of you one at a time by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through Christian science. Karen in California, go ahead, please. Good evening, and thank you so much for those readings, Florence. They were just beautiful. I am so grateful to be here tonight so that I can give gratitude to God for a healing I had just the other day. I woke up Monday morning with a very painful toothache. I called my practitioner and she immediately reminded me that there is no pain because of the allness of God and the fact that there is no matter to feel pain. She also reminded me about the article that was mentioned in the roundtable on Sunday by Doris Evans called Evil Has No Local Habitation, which I had already started reading. She writes, When you are tempted to be disturbed, remember, evil has no local habitation. Evil can't live anywhere. It can't live in anyone's house, and it can't call itself by anyone's name. Evil has no local habitation in anyone's chest, stomach, heart, head, or organ of the body, in an arm, a leg, or a foot, or in my case, a mouth. I continued working with the truth, and when thoughts about Thanksgiving and all the things I needed to do to prepare for the day, I put that aside and knew God's will would be done. I continued to declare the truth about my present perfection as God made me and could never change. But the pain seemed very intense, so I made an appointment with a dentist. He could not see me until five. I called my practitioner and told her what I had done. She assured me that the truth is operating, and whatever I felt I needed to do at the time, God would direct. Wondering how I was going to last that long with the pain I was feeling, I also knew that I had plenty of time to prove the omnipotence and omnipresence of God's love. After a while, I decided that I have declared the truth and my practi practitioner is also doing the same 
So I have to get up out of my chair and stop thinking about getting rid of some pain and know that in God everything is already all right. The truth is operating. I just need to trust that it is. The truth doesn't need me to operate. My job is to trust in God. Not too long after getting up, I could feel the pain lessening. I texted my practitioner to tell her and to tell her how grateful I was for the progress. As the day went on, I was feeling freer and freer until about two hours before my appointment, I called the dentist and canceled my appointment. I was so grateful to experience once again the power of this Christ truth. I am so grateful to Christ Jesus and to Mary Bakeretti, the discoverer and founder of Christian Science, for discovering the truth about God and man that heals and blesses all mankind through his omnipotent love. So grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Sherry from California. Go ahead, please. Thank you. I'm everything I am because you loved me. Those are the lyrics to a popular song of years ago. They say it all for me. Through hypocritical teaching of Christian science growing up, the love of God was not evident, nor my worth. Through correct teaching of Christian science, I found my life as God's own child, as one of our hymns, 154, says. And I found my self-worth, never knew I could claim that. <clears throat> Living stones we, each in his place, may we be worthy such a grace. From another hymn, 176. I thank you, God, because I found you loved me. And for all the practitioner's support in the revealing of this, <laughs> there is another popular old song that has also been coming to me since all I've been hearing around me lately is people getting ready for this coming Thanksgiving. <clears throat> this song begins, People, get ready. There's a train a-coming. You don't need baggage. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the diesels humming. You don't need a ticket. You just thank the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Mara from Mississippi. Go ahead, please. Hi, everyone. I'm very happy to be a part of this meeting tonight. Uh, thank you. Florence for the beautiful reading selection. Uh, 
A few weeks ago, I told a story about my husband at work and how God protected him and others around him from a serious accident. Tonight, I'd like to share a beautiful experience and example of God's love and protection for us all. I have learned from listening to other people at Plainfield to pray before I begin to drive my car. About a week ago, I was driving alone on a highway, and as I was driving, I was praying about all the cars driving in different directions and the people inside the cars, knowing that we are all spiritual ideas made by God living in his kingdom. I was thinking about my destination and knew there was only love present there. I also recited the scientific statement of being aloud to myself as I was driving. Quote, there's no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is the mortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Um, about five minutes later, after I switched to another highway, I was driving fast in the right lane, and the highway was crowded with cars. Suddenly, for some reason, about four or five cars merged onto this highway without obeying the sign to yield. Um, normally, I would have switched lanes even before the merge, but because there was a lot of traffic, I couldn't, and neither could anyone else. At this point, something amazing and beautiful happened. Um, even though it all happened so fast, it felt like full motion. Everyone had its right place, every car. Uh, some cars sped up, others uh, stopped on the shoulders, and a few cars like myself came to a complete stop. Even though we were driving fast, since it was a highway, uh, somehow, when we stopped, no one skidded, no one collided, no one even honked their horn. This could have resulted in, in a, a six or more car pileup. Instead, we all harmoniously picked up driving like it never happened. Um, it was such an amazing experience. In the past, I might have thought I got lucky or the universe was on my side that day, but now I know it is God protecting and there for us always. This has been such a beautiful and comforting example for me. Anytime I felt I've been feeling uh, negative or upset, I have thought of this tangible example of God's protection and feel comforted. I'm so grateful that I have found Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church. I'm thankful to my practitioner, Jesus, Mary Baker, Eddie, God, and everyone who worked so hard at Plainfield to spread Christian science around the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey. Go ahead, please. Good evening. Uh, thank you, Florence, for the very beautiful readings tonight. And thank you for the beautiful music and all the beautiful testimonies. I just wanted to express my gratitude for all that this church gives to us every day. 
through our weekly Bible lessons and our dynamic website and our roundtables and church services. We're constantly fed with practical truths that we can use every day. A few days ago, I was in a grocery store, and people seemed so frenzied and rushing around and very impatient with the long lines and so forth. And as I was standing in one of those very long lines, a statement from last week's lesson popped into my head from Science and Health, that man is but the humble servant of the restful mind. I just started declaring this truth over and over silent to, silently to myself, and very quickly the line started moving right along, and I was checked out in no time and on my way home. And as I was driving home, the words stately goings kept coming to me, and I remembered my practitioner using these words many times. So when I got home and settled, I went to the website and I looked up the words stately going. And it led me to an article uh, written by Mrs. Singletary called The Stately Goings. I was so grateful for this very helpful article and its great reminder to not allow ourselves to become rushed or pressured during the holiday season or at any time, but to remember that we, excuse me, operate in God's time and in His way. This article also included a beautiful verse from Hymn 49 that I'd like to share. Drop thy still dews of quietness till all our strivings cease. Take from us now the strain and stress and let our ordered lives confess the beauty of thy peace. I thought that was just so beautiful and it brought me such peace that I wrote it on a note card, and I have been carrying it with me. I'm just so grateful for this church and for our wonderful website, where we can always find just what we need. I'm so grateful for my practitioner's steadfast support, and I'm grateful to God, for Christ Jesus, for Mary Baker Eddy, and the pure Christian science that we are taught here. And I'm very grateful for this beautiful service this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight. I'd like to express my gratitude for a story that we have in our Bible lesson this week uh, in Nehemiah building the wall. It's been a very uh, helpful uh, story and message to help me uh, continue my work for God and reminding myself not to be distracted, the one quote where it says, quote, And I sent messengers unto them, saying, I am doing a great work, so that I cannot come down. Why should the work cease, whilst I leave it and come down to you? End quote. And that was Nehemiah speaking to uh, several individuals who were trying to trick him from stopping his work, come down into the land of oh no. Um, this uh, has uh, been a story that I used to help me face any resistance and uh, comes in different forms. Uh, each individual may have different work 
But the resistance is clearly universal, although often comes in a form that seems specific to you. For a while I thought it was just me or my challenges, but the longer I observed, I saw no one was exempt from error's attempt to get you down off the wall. And getting tricked off the wall definitely sticks in your memory and uh, not something you want to keep doing. I can uh, I have so many examples over the years of uh, the many uh, times that I, I was challenged, but particularly tonight, my gratitude is for the prayers of my practitioner over the years, uh, as Jardel and I used to drive years, a couple times a week to church, and it was ours. And often our biggest challenge was weather, especially in the winter. And a couple of times we were persuaded to stay put, only to find out that we could have gone. And there were a couple times that we did have to face some bad weather, but always our needs were met. Sometimes the weather changed, or we just were protected through the drive. And there were so many, and every type of weather you can you can even imagine was thrown our way. And I just, the more we faced it, the less it impressed us. The main lesson I felt for it was, I got from it was to go forward and watch so that you cannot be robbed of your purpose, place, or work. I'm very grateful to be here tonight be part of this mission, and for my practitioner's support. Thank you. Bruce. I'm very grateful for Christian science, especially in this church, because one of the many things it's done for me, it has helped me to learn to love the holidays. That is, to love the purpose for which it's been designated as a holy day. And uh, that has helped me keep my thought focused on the positive, the good, the true, and help me carry on and do the things that I need. I just found out just this afternoon, late in the afternoon actually, that I uh, needed to go back to the grocery store and get some more things because I just discovered I didn't have enough. And typically... That would be something to avoid, especially the day before Thanksgiving. But I asked God, should I go? And the thing that came back to me was something from one of our hymns that said, My presence will go with thee, and I will give thee peace. Well, with that, I just felt God's love. So I hopped in the car, went over to the grocery store, and sure enough, the parking lot was packed, except that there was one spot left that I spotted, and it happened to be the spot that was the furthest away from the the store. But I was very happy that it was there. I pulled in, thanking God, walked into the store, and it just seemed like the way opened up to the thing that I needed, and sure enough, there was just enough there for me. So then I'm going to the cashier, And I saw this line of people that looked like it was between 15 and 20 people long. So I asked some of the people there, is this the line for the cashier? 
And there's one lady said with a big smile on her face and says, this is the express line. <laughs> so with that, I'm thanking God again. I got to the end of the line and sure enough, the line moved very quickly. I found that the store had an employee there that was kind of directing traffic, which was very helpful to move things along. And I thanked her for her directing the traffic, so to speak. And God brought me in and out of that store very quickly. And I realized I had the reason he put me in the spot furthest from the door was to help me get out of the parking lot when I was ready to go. That was good. God is good. I'm so thankful for him and for this church. Thank you. Mishaela from Canada. Go ahead, please. Good evening. Thank you for the wonderful readings tonight. Today, I am giving gratitude for the realization that the Christ is working in me and all, all ways even if it doesn't seem like it. Sometimes I feel that I am getting nowhere in my attempt to be a Christian scientist. The task seems overwhelming at times. I start to read this book of an early worker, for example, but then someone suggests to read that biography of Mary Baker Eddy. Then I find another interesting long article and start that one. Then, of course, there are the watchers, lessons, and Mrs. Eddy's writings. I don't know how many articles and books I started without finishing them yet. Nevertheless, today I had proof that nothing is lost. Today I had a situation that usually makes me very sad and angry at the same time. But this time I kept very calm and didn't let the error in form of discouragement and aggressiveness, which was coming from another person, I didn't let that tear me down. Instead, I thank God for the opportunity to prove that I can stay calm amid the storm. In return, this in return helped me and helped the other person also to calm down. That was, that was really wonderful. And then later, when I sat on my desk, a note that I had written a few weeks ago caught my eye. It says in large letters, insensible to error. This note refers to watch 119. And that watch was our daily watch a few weeks ago. The last sentence of that watch says, quote, in order to be whole, we must be insensible to every claim of error. Today, I was insensible to the claim of error that there is a discouraged and aggressive person. 
So that note, which I looked at some time, silently did his, its work. I am so thankful for that realization that every word of truth read, even if not understood in the moment, is doing its work silently and will come to the surface in a deed of truth sometime. I'm so happy to be here and for all that I am learning from you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Shardy. Good evening. I have heard here at this church that the truth about someone we love will know the truth about us. This is one of the thoughts I held to during a time that my older daughter was not communicating with me for various reasons. It was sometimes uneasy to deal with this situation, but I trusted God to show us a way to reconcile, and my practitioner was working with me all during this time. After three years, I received a letter that has brought healing and understanding. I wrote back, and we have since talked in a kind and loving way. I am very grateful for this healing of a relationship, renewed and restored. I thank our dear father-mother for patience and prayers and love that has uplifted a human relationship to a more spiritual level. I am grateful to be here tonight and grateful for all that I am learning about God, Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy. Christian science is a way of life. Thank you. Thank you. Gary. I'm very grateful for Christian science and for the good teaching that I've had along the way. I have experienced many healings of, uh, of all kinds of problems in my life, health problems, flu, bursitis, you name it. Um, and also uh, relationship problems and character problems that have needed correcting. I've witnessed healings of others. I've witnessed the raising of the dead in this church. And with each of these experiences, I've gained more confidence in God caring for every one of us. And that confidence that God does indeed care for us has resulted in very good health virtually all of the time. My health has improved. My health has, is more reliable in my own consciousness, if you will. When things, symptoms have appeared, I have relied on God to get rid of them, to know the truth, and it has, and it works. Christian science works, and I am so grateful to be learning how to work it, not only for myself, but for those around me and for those that my thought rests upon. 
And this is something that Mrs. Eddy experienced and promised to us as well. Lawrence, so th thank you very much for the readings. That no matter what appears to be going on, we are united in divine love. It is the one thing that unites us. And I'm so grateful to be here with you all. Thank you. Lenny from Georgia, go ahead, please. Just before I start, I want to just thank Shardy for her testimony. That's actually extremely helpful with something that I'm working on, and it is wonderful to hear that, um, dealing with the daughter. Um, what I wanted to testify about tonight, uh, Mara's testimony reminded me of a really lovely um, demonstration of protection that I had a few years ago here in Atlanta. Um, where it's, some of you might know, we're not really well equipped when it comes to handling snow or ice or the thought of snow or ice. And I was at work and we had heard that there was, you know, a storm front coming through. And I'm not sure that it, the, I don't know, I'm not sure that the city really was 100% convinced it was going to hit, but for whatever reason, Everybody decided to go home at the same time. It's, it's sort of like we all got the word that, oh, yeah, it looks like something's coming. And, and so all the businesses, you know, at schools, it's like literally everybody left at the same time. And so I, I hopped in my car, and it was it was starting to snow. And I was kind of nervous driving home because my commute's usually a good, you know, 30 to 40 minutes just in normal traffic. But, um, you know, everything was just really choked and uh, you know I was like gosh you know these people aren't really used to driving in these kinds of conditions and before I got too far down with that line of thinking I was like wait a sec that's you know obviously not what I'm learning here at church in terms of how to practically apply you know my knowledge of God and his control of every situation and so as I was as I was driving home, I just started to look at every car around me and just realized that every single one of these cars was governed, you know, every person in that car was governed by God, was God's idea, that God was at the wheel of every car. And I think something that the practitioners in this church have always said is that when you travel, whether you're on a plane or in a car, it's like, you're not in the car, you know, that car is in divine mind, it's, and it's governed by divine mind. And, you know, kind of see it more like that versus this idea of like some individual sitting behind a wheel, you know, hoping for the best. Um, long story short, I, I, I worked with that um, the, the entire way home. And I got home probably a little bit longer than a normal commute, but but not terrible. Um, what makes this so interesting is that and, and what really um, showed me this sense of protection is besides the fact that no one, there was no slippage, no one, you know, the roads were a little bit slick with the snow, but, you know, not an accident, nothing around me got home. Um, the next day we found out that half of Atlanta was stranded on the highway. Um, there was people that had to sleep at school. Um, there was all sorts of stuff. And somehow I had navigated home and gotten home in a, in a very, relatively quick manner with no incident um, uh, and just, you know, everything was just, it was just amazing how it's like I just kind of cut through all of that 
when people even closer to my house were stuck just going to get their kids at school. So I, hearing Mara's testimony, I just, I realized just what a, an amazing sense of protection and guidance and, and freedom that was. And I was just so grateful for that, especially as we, you know, start our, our winter season here. That's really stuck with me. And I'm just uh, very grateful for God's protection and for what I've learned at Plainfield about bringing God into every detail of my life, even, you know, a, a snowy commute home. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for what I'm learning in this church. Florence, very grateful for your readings and very grateful to you for being the person that uh, pointed us to Plainfield all those years ago. Thank you all and have a good night. Thank, <clears throat> Thank you. Craig. I'm really, thank you, Florence, for those great readings, particularly this time. I have been feeling, well, what really appealed to me for years is that Christian science ended my belief that the innocent were not, the answer, innocent could not have help. And I found in this church, and it's throughout the world, no longer does anybody have to believe that they have to have uh, hard times because of uh, anything they didn't do. But they were, they'd been good. And I found it in my life a number of times that before getting here that good people were harmed. But when I got here, I found that that's not true. It's just a false belief and a false picture. I, I, uh, I love Mrs. Eddie's hymn, hymn 253, Christ My Refuge. Because if you know nothing at all and, and you just can just rest in God's care, He'll give you the angel thoughts to calm the pain and lift you and guide you up through the whole situation. Which is what He, he did to me in the hospital. I didn't know any more, could remember a time. Uh, once I got there, that uh, anything but over waiting hard strings of the mind, it sweeps a stream, which is music. And his angel thoughts, they did. They just came and they just calmed me to where a practitioner could uh, finish the job. <laughs> and uh, at the end, of verse 7 says, tells you what to do from then on every day eternally. My daily prayer is some good to do to thine for thee. An offering pure of love, Lord, to thy lead of me. And I, that is my first, I keep going back to that. That's my first love. Remember that if Christian science brings justice to innocent people, as I'm sure I was, uh, they can get help and step on to be workers for God. This is a great place and it, it gives consolation. And <clears throat> thank you, Florence, for those readings, which uh, goes on to remind me that God protects those, the innocent, and, and uh, we can know where to go and what to do and what work to do and be a, a, a blessing to all and, and bring in the millennium as reality it is already here. So uh, I thank God for this wonderful place and... Everything that we need will be given, and it has been given over the years to us, for us to continue to have our peace and our health 
and uh, effectiveness. And thank you. Thank you. Sharon. About 10 years ago, I was living in an apartment complex and it became infested with bed bugs. Every apartment, and there were about 50 in my area, had bed bugs except my apartment. And I give, I thank God for that protection and what I've learned in this church. I was taught to work with the Psalm 91 every day. And two of the verses said, Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. And that was my protection. And I'm just so grateful for Christian science, for God's love, and for all I'm learning in this church and for Mrs. Eddie giving us this science and practitioner help. I'm so grateful for this wonderful church. And thank you, Florence, for your readings. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead, please. Thank you. I am so grateful to be here tonight. And I have a testimony from England from a lady who, you know, followed us maybe about a year now and she just wants to share what she is experiencing because of this wonderful science that Mrs. Eddie has given us. She says, my name is Salva Sal and I live in the UK. I want to express my gratitude to God for what I am learning through Christian science and for the practitioner who always encourages me with the truth. I am grateful to Mary Baker Eddy for all who make this church possible. In May this year, <clears throat> my son came to my room and told me that he had failed in five subjects in his first year at university. He was very upset and blamed himself for not taking his studies seriously. He was disappointed that he would have to repeat the year. Tears rolled down his cheeks. I told him that I will pray for him and that he too should pray that the university will give him a second chance. I kept repeating in my mind that nothing can be lost in Christ Jesus. By God's grace, he was allowed to retake the five subjects in August. My son focused on his studies and prepared well for the exam. When submitting his first exam, he exceeded the time frame by a few seconds, and now there was no record that he answered the exam. My son was worried, so he wrote an email to his lecturer explaining what had happened while submitting the exam but there was no reply from the lecturer. Again, I affirm that nothing is lost in Christ. Everything is safe in Jesus Christ. I encourage my son to prepare for the next four subjects. Finally, my son submitted all the remaining four exams online, but when he checked his student account on the university system, it showed that he had only submitted three exams. We knew what had happened with the first exam, but didn't know 
what had happened to the second one. My son wrote to them again, and as usual, he, he didn't reply. But I kept knowing that all things are safe in Christ and that nothing is lost in Christ. My son's exam record was safe in Christ, and my son's university year was safe in Christ. <laughs> then on the 10th of September, my son got an email from the university stating that he had promote he had been promoted to the second year of university of his university. All glory to the living God. I am very grateful to my Father, Mother God, our Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit for keeping me through all the fears and worry. I am so grateful for what I have learned and continue to learn through Christian Science and at the Plainfield Christian Science Church. Nothing is lost in Christ. Everything is safe in Christ Jesus. Thank you. And here are the examples. These are the examples that keep us going and keep us doing this work because it's wonderful when new people find Christian science and find how much it can change your life, how much it can change how you react to things and the amazing ways in which it really does change one's life. I'm so grateful to be here tonight and thankful to Jesus, God, of course, Mary Baker Eddy and all who Keep on doing this work to keep it going for the whole world. Grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. I have lots to read, so I'll only read some of it and save others for another time. Um, these are some comments on YouTube from the after the November 13th roundtable. Thank you for highlighting the fact that at Plainfield you mainly source articles and teaching from the early workers of the Christian Science Movement. I was only just this past week mentioning to another fellow Christian scientist that I am drawn to the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church due to its pure Christian Science teachings. To hear this being said is beautiful. Thank you all for this weekly roundtable discussions as they are a course of in Christian Science treatment, and I feel I get every and I feel I get this every time I listen to them. Thank you all again for all you do to bless us with spiritual Christian Science truth. And then another one: It happened again. What joy! Every single week for months, I listen and study the new roundtable. Every week feels like the best one I've ever heard. Week after week, strong, fresh ideas. Thank you, thank you. And then Arkansas. I'm very grateful for the archive Bible studies. I recently finished listening to the April 9th discussion titled Jezebel, The Jezebel Spirit. Martha Wilcox's article, Overcoming by Obedience, is very complimentary to this Bible study on the book of Revelation and is very inspiring. I greatly appreciate all of the work required to prepare and produce this activity, as well as the church services and the 24-7 online reading room. Thank you. And then Virginia, thank you to Laura, Laura Jared, and Bruce for the performance of Be Still My Soul on Sunday, November 20th. It is so beautiful and so comforting, 
It makes me think of the Bible stories where when experiencing hardships, one says, It is well with my soul. Also, Jesus prayed that his disciples would not take be taken out of the world but kept from evil. God is always with us to guide and protect. It is well with my soul. And then this is from Sweden. We are so happy and grateful that we have found Christian Science Independent in Plainfield. This is, this is, quote, this is not about seeking, it is about striving, end quote, Mary Baker Eddy wrote. Very significant for us who formerly had been seeking our whole lives. This autumn provided one opportunity for working out a situation when our wood dealer sold out much earlier than expected. According to the press, firewood had sold out all over the country. In God we trust, he will provide, was our focus. We tried to no avail, however, because people had been buying out in a panic. One day, a shop assistant in the city gave us a note with a telephone number. There was a private dealer in stock seemingly too far away. When my friend spoke with him, he said that his son lives in our village and he was happy to visit him with a load of firewood for us. So he did. Our wood dealer had been thinking about our need. Without much explanation, he delivered not just once, but twice. In the end, we have more firewood than we ever have had before. We are very, very grateful for the trust that you can put in God. Recently, we found an antiquarian bookseller who offered Retrospection and Introspection, printed in 1933. It proved to be bilingual, with all the content in English and Swedish. We are looking forward to taking part of it. We heard you this week in the roundtable, and thank you for mentioning us in Sweden. Every evening, we pray together for the blessing of Christian Science Independent to reach Scandinavia. With warm regards. And then I guess I'll read one more from California. When I was reading today, I came upon this beautiful poem published in the Sentinel in 1902, and it goes like this. It is entitled All is Thine by Bessie Moore Eustace. She is uh, Herbert Eustace's wife, and this, this poem is also in his book that many of you own. And the poem is why worry for the future, eternal good is mind. For have I not his promise, son, all I have is thine. Why fret about past failures, God would not have me pine. Because these words I doubted, son, all I have is thine. Why not live for the present, love knows no other time in which to prove this blessing. Son, all I have is thine. How often I encounter worrying and fretting thoughts, but here is the message from Jesus' parable of the prodigal son to comfort me. My dear image and likeness, all I have is thine. Then follows my greatest gratitude to God for all good, because all I have is thine, and I am so grateful to be raised in Christian science. What a gift that has been mine to keep constantly renewing itself, and even more so, 
since finding the Plainfield Christian Science Church independent. Thank you, Father, for leading me here. And the rest I'll read another evening. But I thank, yes, the beautiful readings for tonight. Our unity certainly is in our love for God. And we have a mighty mission, and nothing can prevent us from accomplishing it, as Linda said, <laughs> Nehemiah building the wall. And such beautiful hymns tonight, and such beautiful testimonies. Uh, years ago, I remember Mrs. Evans would off, often get up on a Wednesday evening and talk about how there was nobody there and there weren't very many testimonies because everyone was home baking pies. Well, tonight we certainly have disproved that because <laughs> you were all here. And I'm so very grateful. It brings really tears to my eyes to have that dedication and devotion. God first, last, and always. And we look forward to being with you all again in the morning. Have a good night. Thank you. Linda, will you please announce our final hymn? Hymn number 342. This is the day the Lord hath made. Be glad, give thanks, rejoice. Stand in his presence unafraid. In praise, lift up your voice. All perfect gifts are from above, and all our blessings show the amplitude of God's dear love, which every heart may know. Hymn number 342.